This is Toronto Today with Greg Brady. Toronto's news. Today's talk. 640 Toronto. Explain this to me um, like I'm a five-year-old. Let me quote Denzel Washington in, in Philadelphia. Let me do that. Explain it to me how it's not safe to be on the roads. According to police, you hear, you'll hear cops say constantly, um, if you don't have anywhere important to go, stay home. If you don't have to go anywhere is the better phrase, don't. And you're not running school buses today. Professionally trained drivers that are meant to get your child, pick them up from point A to B. So if you can't do that, if the cops are saying stay home and you can't run the buses, I've never understood why schools are open. I've never understood that. Well, parents have busy schedules and they need somewhere for their kids to go. Great. I, then say that. Then just make that point that it's a babysitting drop off for the day. I think if you can't run buses, you can't open schools. But Greg, many times those are walkable schools. I get it. My elementary school was probably 80 to 85 percent walkers. But you know who aren't walkers? The teachers. If you can't drop buses off, um, then you can't ask the teachers to be driving 40, 45 minutes in to do their job. Now, snow days vis-a-vis virtual school is a totally separate issue. You don't want to get me started on that. Like snow days are only a couple days a year, but they represent a little bit more than that. And the idea that all of a sudden there's a virtual lesson to put on, teachers don't want to do it. Uh, parents don't want to make their kids do it. Kids damn well don't want to do it. Um, I won't romanticize and think that they're all going to go sledding together and high schoolers will dig out old ladies' cars for extra money and parents will start road hockey games. I got it. Not all that's going to take place today, but a snow day still should be a snow day. Those are my two thoughts. If you can't run buses, there shouldn't be school. I'm pretty adamant about this. I, I don't understand. If the cops say, the police are saying, hey, if, if at all possible, stay home, what are we doing making hundreds of parents with hundreds of kids that go to one high school get on the roads, go into that oval parking lot, and drop them off? And then, by the way, pick them up again in the afternoon at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, when the roads will be even busier than they are this morning. What is that? It, the logic doesn't make any sense to me. So if you can explain it, I'll be a more educated human being by the end of the segment. Anthony, thank you for waiting. You're on 640 Toronto. Toronto Today, you go right ahead. Good morning, Greg. I, I think you took the thunder there, and I, I can't say it much more eloquently than you have put it, but uh, I am in the teaching profession and uh, sitting in the parking lot of my school right now, ready to go inside. And the reality is that whenever the school buses get canceled, uh, I don't understand why it is that there isn't a direct uh, connection to the other members of the school who are going to be coming in that day, custodial uh, teaching, um, office staff, in any way. If you're canceling the school uh, buses for a certain segment of your population, then in reality, as you said, the rest of the, the school should be closed for that day. And I think you hit the nail right on the head. We're hearing from individuals around who are saying, uh, you know, from the police to the municipal uh, transportation individuals that are making the suggestion, if you do not have to be out on the road, stay home. Once that mandate is, is set, it should be simple across for, for the school boards to say buses are canceled, staff can be at home, uh, students at home, to just make sure we're ensuring everybody's safety because that's their, 
logistical reason around the cancellation. That's the reason. Fun. It's about it's about right? you got it. It's about safety. Exactly. What, what what are you high school teacher or elementary school teacher Anthony? I'm an elementary school teacher, but that that issue of safety just keeps cracking at it. So what you're saying is we're just basically going to try to appease the part of, you know, we don't want our buses getting into accidents today and insurance issues. And the other thing, too, that that happens on these days, I remember a couple of years back, they actually um, should have been closed on a day. They had all of the kids come into the school, and then by lunch hour that day, they made the decision that they were going to close the schools. Which and so everybody things. has to go home early and then everybody yeah. juggles their schedule and there's parents right. that have and that have taken that kids that don't have keys and can't get into their own house, right? Exactly. exactly. So it's a little bit of having that vision down the road to simply say, okay, what's this day going to cost us? And it comes back to those wonderful things that happens in education and politics. It's all about optics and economics, right? They want this to look like they didn't make the call that forced the kids to be at home. But at the end of the day, it's about safety. And if you're canceling buses, school should be. And, and you buses. can't and you can't start any. I, I know in high school, a new semester started. So it's not they're, like they're going to introduce um, a magical trigonometry lesson to 30 percent of the class today. They can't. You guys are kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. You can't start anything new. And then there's the concept, well, well, you're you're just there to, to babysit. But that's not what you went to teacher's college for. That's not what you have the passion for, is to babysit. You want people to learn and you to teach. Well, it's one of those days where, you know, flexibility is going to have to reign. Because you're yeah. not quite sure how many kids are going to be How many do you think you'll get door? in your class? How many do you think you'll get? Generally, you know, I would imagine that on, on days like this, you're looking at about half. Yeah. And once again, you had mentioned about the walkability of elementary schools, right? Like how close yeah. you are and how much of that population is going to be coming in. But I would say that, you know, plan on about half showing up if you're lucky. I got you. Well, um, dodgeball is still a, a fantastic activity. The problem is you got to aim below the face, like not in the face is basically the phrase to, uh, to utilize. I got to keep going, Anthony. I want to get to Jason. Jason, you're a teacher also. You're driving to school right now. A, thanks for doing that. And B, should you even be driving to school today? Uh, the, the, it's not safe for the bus drivers. Why is it safe for you, right? Yeah, well, totally. Thanks for taking our call. Just to piggyback on uh, my colleague's uh, mm. remarks, he's elementary, I'm high school. It is, uh, for me, I'm fairly close to the school, but I'm already 45 minutes behind what I normally do to get there. <laughs> Waiting for plows, Digging yourself out of the driveway, et cetera, et cetera, it all takes uh, takes some time. But the ridiculous thing is, is if we're going to shut things down uh, but keep the school open, the school board's expecting the teachers who are 30 and 45 minutes away to come in. And if they don't come in, they get docked a sick day. And so that's on them as well. And so I don't know why we just don't shut it down either because I'm, I'm high school. I get zero students coming in. We will see out of a high school of 1,600 students today – I will see maybe two students, and those students probably aren't mine. Two of the whole day walking around. Maybe they're playing basketball. They're maybe playing they're basketball. I was just, I was just about is- to say that. Yeah, and, and you can't start anything new. You sure can't dig. I know it's a new semester. You can't dig into new curriculum. You, like, you, you're kind of trapped. And I'd make the Jason, I'd be the first to say, I'm the first to say we're a little um, soft sometimes, and sometimes I think we pre-cancel school, and then no bad weather shows up. I'm the first to say when it should be open, but it should be closed today. We got socked last night. Yeah, it does. that does happen sometimes. You're like, what? No day? And I live in Barrie, so we get a little bit more than you guys down in the Toronto area. Yeah. So we do have a few more snow days per year than you do, for sure. Some of them, I would say, are legit. 
some of them are like you scratch your head and wonder, but it does come down to, uh, you know, the school board, um, you know, uh, defecting liability. And, and then um, you make, it, make, it makes you wonder, like, well, if they don't want the schools coming in, why are we all going in? I can do some stuff from online. I am going to be posting some stuff online, mm-hmm. not, for, not a whole lesson, just a few things. Hey, catch up on this, catch up on that, maybe do this little reading, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but we can do that all from home, and there's I, no sense of all of us going there for no students out of 1,600, 1,600 students that are at my school. Maybe, maybe five will show up. It's bonkers. This is Toronto Today with Greg Brady. Toronto's news. Today's talk. 640 Toronto. All right, let's get to our in or out this morning. Are you in or out? Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. So are we in or out? You're out. You are over and out. No, 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 no. We insulted him a little bit. I'm okay with it, but now you're making me feel weird. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, 7:23, and uh, we thought fairly obviously uh, we'll 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 talk about snowblowers. There's a 9.2 billion dollar market in the United States, so even if we took uh, moved one of the zeros around, that'd be 920 million dollars in Canada. She, I'd have to believe, I'd have to believe, given there's states like California, Florida, Texas. There's like 20 states where they never get any snow. I gotta believe there's a higher ratio of snowblowers. It just seems like it's the thing. Do you there? have one or do you not in Canada? Right? I guess so. I mean, there's also. Okay, for example, my kids were so excited that, that today might be a snow day. So they have, there's a snow day website. Do you know the snow day tracker? No. Have your kids told you about it? So you can go, I think it's like um, snowdaypredictor.com, something like that. <laughs> and you click on it. I'm telling you, and it, you put in, you find your local area. So for our area, it was 99% chance of a snow day. They were so over the moon. And for fun, they put in Florida. They put in like Orlando. And, there, and you vote, right? This is based on votes. Uh, there were... There was a 9% chance of a snow day in Orlando. That's how many votes there were. So obviously the, there are people down there in the south in these gorgeous locations weather-wise who, you know, are hoping for the snow day. Who knows? Maybe they've got the snow so blur on, on standby. Um, so we're going to take uh, – te- it's incredible. We're going to take text messages 416-870-6400. I will tell you also, here's a nice fact that you can uh, carry down to your – intersection where it's somebody's using a snowblower on your street uh arthur sicard is the canadian that invented the snowblower he did oh. it in 1894 he lived in saint leonard de port maurice quebec I, I know it just sounds like i just mentioned a bunch of names but that's the place saint leonard de port mart de port maurice he witnessed a grain thresher at work in a wheat field and began to wonder if a similar device could be used to clear snow Genius. Also, he was drunk as a skunk. He, um, <laughs> I just, who would, in 1876, you can imagine how upsetting life was to realize, my God, I'm, I'm alive and it's 1876, Gord. You okay, can imagine so look, how difficult things were. It's been so long since the snowblower has been invented. Why don't you have one, Craig? <laughs> they scare me. I'm worried what? about an injury. I'm worried I wouldn't oh. know how to use it. I. What movie I, did you see? Was I, this like Planes, Trains, and Army? Well, what happened? What I, movie is it where you saw someone's arm get clipped? I don't. Um, I, The hockey player Joe Sackick had a snowblower injury uh, while oh. he was still playing with the Colorado Avalanche. He was blowing out his driveway 
in Denver. I want to be in. I, I, I Every year I say maybe this will be the year, and it never happens. I've got a new bike in mind. Like I've just, it, it always falls down the list of potential purposes. So I admittedly am an Audi as far as okay, as far as snowblowers Audi. go. Gord, you're you I'm, own one. I own one. I share it with my neighbor. I'm so in. What does that mean? Uh, what, what, what? How do you share an appliance? A moving so appliance. Your neighbor, he means that his neighbor uses him for his snowblower. Oh, he correct? doesn't use me. Just like we we shared the cost, and he's. Oh, been, you shared the cost. Who yeah. bought it in the first place? Uh, we did. I did. That's yeah. not an. You did. Yeah, but he gave. I me think she was right. I he think you're getting. Half, I don't want to see you exploded. No, but he by did. He transfer you the other yeah. half. Like, yeah, what he, do you mean? Okay, he gave me half there the money. Go. But it, since the hours I work and he's retired, he does both driveways. So I don't. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So, except now it's kind of old. So, so you're using. You know that neither of you can ever move. You know this. This will be an issue. Yeah, that's yeah. that's almost like a custom. That would need to go to the people's court or Judge Judy. Yeah, would be on one of those half-hour <laughs> shows and you know, at noon. As much as I've written you about not having, not using a snowblower, Greg, I'm actually out on snowblowers. Oh, I love shoveling the driveway. I love it. I just think it's such a great. I don't know. I come in from shoveling the driveway. I'll admit I don't do it that often. My husband does it, but when I do do it, I love the feeling. I love the workout. I love the sweat it gives you, um, I, and I love snow as well. Maybe or, that has a lot to do with it. I, I think you do. You you are more of a snow. Um, no, uh, not more. A, a, a no, no, no. Sunshine all the way, but I do appreciate. No, snow. but you're more of a snow appreciator than I am. Is what I'm saying. I was going to say a snow yeah. person, a snow. <laughs> Creature, not a snow bunny. That's because I don't you haven't you come out with me. Snow bunnies at this today. Point in time. Let's meet up. Let's go snowshoeing today. I'm telling you, today's the perfect day to do it. This is Toronto Today with Greg Brady. Toronto's news. Today's talk. Six forty, Toronto. Okay, listen, um, let's keep this running for a while. A, it's a jam. It, it is that. Jam it or slam it. I say jam it. Slam it would be bad. Jam it's good. Sometimes I forget which is which. Um, but it's our job on the show sometimes, you know, inform, entertain. But what we also like to do is look out for younger um, younger scenario, younger people in celebrity relationships that are clearly being exploited by an older human being. We won't tolerate that on Toronto Today. And Sean Mendez is the latest, um, you know, victim. His victimizer is a 51-year-old woman. Oh, his victimizer. Named Jocelyn okay. Miranda. There's pictures of them out for a jog. He's shirtless. I mean, did she make him take that, that shirt off and expose himself before jogging? Is that... What kind of fake plastic smile is that on face? By the way, she's okay. hot as a pistol also. But anyway, she's 51 and is, um, is a doctor of some sort. His longtime she's doctor. She's a chiropractor. I believe she's his chiropractor. That's a, technically a doctor, Gordon. Is yeah, that well, a chiropractor. <laughs> but I just, okay, but they're out she, for a hike together. No, I've had enough. She's 51, There's he's no- 24. He doesn't know what he's doing. He Neither can't. of them has confirmed the relationship. Well, let's assume so, that they're Let's assume that they're. No, they're doing I don't. It. I don't buy it. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't think. He, I don't think she's pulling a Leo. Is that a compromise? Well, again, you you described Leonardo DiCaprio as some form of like. Ted Bundy-esque predator on the show two weeks ago because he's dating an adult um, and but she's he, making her own decision and so is he. Good yeah, she's gracious. 19. She's 19. Well, you can drive. We can send her off to war. She could, she could, uh, <laughs> she could extricate, um, you know, she could go fight ISIS way back when. Well, she couldn't because she would have been 15 when well, so can Sean we Mendez. F- he can do all that stuff. Sean Just- Mendez can do all that stuff. Pickering's own Sean Mendez. Yeah. Nobody tells him to make a Tim Hortons commercial driving through Pickering. Nobody tells him 
Um, unless this 51-year-old woman's like a bit of a Svengali here, and, and he's just her puppet. I just, I look out for people, Sheba, when there's a huge age difference. You know right. that. Okay. I don't know if, the, I don't buy the relationship, you can, actually. You won't even address the issue that she, you're just, I don't know if they're dating, but, but I, don't, I don't think they, that are. they are. That's why. For the sake okay, of fine. my argument, let's assume that they okay, are. I don't have no 24. argument if, if we're not assuming it. I just look at his ex-girlfriends. I don't like this is way out of left field for him to be dating a woman this much older than him. So I don't know. And first he of all, like, I can't know, stop Latino looking. At, I can't stop looking at him. I'm straight as an arrow, but I can't stop looking. He is just cut like a steak at this point right now. Okay, he's 24 <laughs> though. He's 24. Like look at him in 20 years and see. I mean, he looks great, sure, but Thank you, you yes. have to. Youth is, you know, youth plays a lot, a big part in he this. Still has his baby teeth. Stop it. I, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. He's got to get uh, get back on tour. Miranda, Miranda, um, um, Jocelyn Miranda, this uh, alleged doctor chiropractor and uh, exploiter of young people at age 51. She looks like 34. Anyway, whatever. Um, she uh, She's also trained Kendall Jenner, Justin Bieber, and Post Malone. But I I don't want to see Post Malone with his shirt off. He's no Shawn Mendes. Just going to lay that out there right now. Well, yeah, he's got... I'm not into... Face tattoos. Post Malone. Um. Anyway, <laughs> fifty-one and twenty-four is the uh, <laughs> that's, uh, is the age difference in that uh, capacity. We'll see. We'll see where this this goes. Maybe they're engaged and we just don't know it even right now. It's not going anywhere. Well, you, you, I don't know why you're so. Well, maybe Leonardo is is maybe she's a medical student at nineteen and she's, and she's his gorgeous. chiropractor. Don't get me wrong. This fifty-one-year-old chiropractor is not. She looks phenomenal. She looks phenomenal. She's she stunning. Great. I just don't. I, I would think she would have a higher standard. Boom! I said it. Oh my gosh! Oh. Don't you say that about uh, Durham Region <laughs> resident Sean Mendes, who also uh, has been rumored to go to uh, Lifetime Fitness in Ajax. Did I tell you about that one time that we were misrecognized for each other? That didn't happen. Actually, yeah, I just, right. I made of that course, because that's times. exactly what you look like. We yeah. both, we both were. We, yeah, we were both cutting about an eight point two miles per hour on the treadmill uh, with a zero point five incline, and and you know you're you're bound to make no, a hold mistake. On. Did you actually see? You, did you see him? No, but have I know, I know people that out there. No, I do. Okay. I do. That's cool. He, he gets discussed. It is cool. He's cool. He's the coolest person uh, at our gym, and I'm about nine hundred and seventy eighth uh, coolest person in a gym that only has about eight hundred people. All right. Speaking of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, I don't know if you knew this. Scored, hit some music for this if you could. Oh God. Sorry. Listen. <laughs> don't you say any. Sean Mendez is a national treasure, and so is uh, Queen Celine Dion. Yeah, yeah, I take it back. I take um, it back. You don't have to like I, you, Celine Dion. Um, you didn't like Dion Phaneuf, but you got to like Celine Dion. Those are two different people. It's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> Sheba, I didn't know that you could go. It's the 25th anniversary of Titanic being in theaters, and you can go to theaters and see Titanic. It's in Cineplex and uh, Landmark Theaters right now. All three hours so- and 16 minutes. Here's my question. Are you going? Have you bought your ticket? No. Yeah. So no. here's the thing. I'm not going okay. either. I, I've seen this movie a thousand times. So I have no interest in going back to theater. To I would it. love I'm... to interview people leaving Titanic at a theater <laughs> and going, what'd you think? How, what took you so long? You've had many opportunities to see this. I'm even told it was released on VHS and DVD at one point in time. This isn't like, you know, Al Capone's vault or something. You have had chances. Why was now the moment to spend $12? Or maybe they're just diehard fans who want to see it on the big screen again. Um, so tell us about your, um, tell us about seeing, uh, I've never seen it. So um, I'm not making that up. I haven't seen it. Um, it you haven't seen Titanic? No, I don't know. I don't. What's it about? Well, it's, um, a, it's about, it's a boat movie. It's about, okay. Yeah. 
Um, he should have changed it when he like some of those it. Love Boat episodes. Yeah. Didn't you take a girl out on a date when it came out? Like <laughs> nah, I would imagine that's was, uh, where you were I was living her. in Windsor. We were we were in a little bit of a ninety late ninety seven early ninety eight. A little bit of a dry patch. I was, I was so into my work. I was covering city council and county council yeah. oh, and yeah. going to Red Wings games. And uh, no, um, what was your what was your viewing experience like when you first saw um, the great Kate Winslet and the amazing Leonardo DiCaprio? I was super, super Titanic. young. So it was my mom and my aunt who took us. And there was a bunch of kids. I remember that. And then, you know, that scene in the car, the back of the, the, the car. No, you know, he doesn't. When, nope. When, they, when he hits it. <laughs> No other I haven't it. seen it. I don't know yeah. any. Oh, yes. You don't know <laughs> what I'm talking I'm not about. Joking. I can't. You need to go home. It's a snow day today. Go home. And I watch haven't Titanic. seen Forrest Gump and I haven't seen Titanic. Oh. What? You haven't seen Forrest Gump? I don't Gump? know what it's what's I, it about. I'd forgive you for Titanic, but Forrest Gump. <laughs> come on. That's a fantastic movie. I'm Great. very angry Pulp Fiction didn't win Best Picture, and I think I decided <laughs> to boycott after oh, that. Please. There's no way. Anyway, um, have you guys. Let's play this for the audience. This uh, There's always a YouTube person that can switch almost the plot of a movie. And I've seen it done with Karate Kid, where the idea is Ralph Macchio is the villain. And uh, and Johnny Lawrence, um, who from Co- now people would know him from Cobra Kai, is the good guy. And he, he comes to town, makes fun of Johnny Lawrence, and then steals his girlfriend, Elizabeth Shue. Which he, he kind of did that. Yeah. He kind of did come did. to town. Yeah. He kind of. He totally Broke up that. Johnny Lawrence and uh, and what's her name? Leslie? I don't know. That's not her name. Um, but a guy made a video basically making the Billy Zane character, Cal, the good guy, and Leonardo, the bad guy. Have a listen. So right away, it's obvious that Cal probably bought her all the clothes she's wearing. And as soon as she steps out, she's complaining to Cal, telling him that the ship doesn't seem that big. So right off the bat, she's ungrateful for Cal booking her a trip to America on the grandest ship in the world. He turns to her mother trying to tell her all he wants to do is please his beautiful fiance. He then gives some guy money to move all of her luggage. Money he wouldn't have spent if Rose didn't bring all her stupid stuff on the trip. Like her paintings that not only did Cal buy, but he let her bring them on the trip. After lunch, we see Rose come out on the deck and take a second look at Jack. Why are you checking out a homeless dude that has an NSYNC haircut? You have a rich, wealthy man who loves you with all of his heart. No. Okay, has he convinced you? No, because he doesn't love you with all his heart. He was an t- absolute jerk. Well, I think he's a bit snobbish, but he can still love no. her with all of his heart. He can no, be he a bit a of a jerk. cultural... Oh, you, I can't talk to you. You haven't yeah. seen the movie. He was an absolute jerk to her. He was awful. Well, he threatened her, and then he got his manservant to try and kill him. Well, things happen sometimes when you're on vacation, <laughs> and... um. Why did she, yeah, why did she have, so I haven't seen it, but I've seen this 53 second clip of a guy with a Boston accent saying Cal's a good guy. Why did she need to bring paintings? Who brings paintings on a cruise ship? We well, need your own forever. giant paintings. I think they were moving. They were moving to Boston. Oh, is that what, okay. So. Yeah, so she's bringing all of her belongings and she was obviously, you know, attached to her paintings. That is That's cold. what rich people do. That is cold as ice to plan a move with a, uh, a boyfriend, fiance. And then get involved as, as as he says with a homeless guy with an insane haircut. He oh, who just who just what did did he have a ticket for the ship or did he stow no, he away won on it. it? He won it. He won it. 
He won it during a game of poker. What, like during so, like a scratch and win? Like, like, see the guy I'm behind at the gas it station? It was a game of poker yeah. right there at the marina or whatever it's called back then. And he jumped, he got onto the ship and yeah. he was like, he was the bad boy. He was a smooth talker bad boy. And she was, I think she was 16 engaged to Cal. The fact that I know this much in detail about this movie worries me. I love that you said a marina or whatever it was called back then. Back then. <laughs> <laughs> there were different names for marinas in the 17th century. Oh, it's not that far ago. The it's early just like 20th Han Solo century. won the Millennium Falcon. By the way, let's. Um, I, I think we have a, a winning segment here someday. I'm sure very few uh, people uh, listening agree. But um, explain a movie to, to Brady is a good segment because I. Well, considering he hasn't seen any of the classics, I haven't. There's a lot of really strong movies that I haven't seen um, all the way through, and yet I've seen Caddyshack 482 times. <laughs> Does the movie work? Here's here's some other um, choices for um, James Cameron's original choice was River Phoenix. When they started talking about it, he he hadn't passed away yet. Yeah, that would have worked. It would have worked, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Yeah. What about Matthew McConaughey as no. Jack no. Dawson? Why wouldn't no. that have worked? He could have taken his shirt off all the time. No, pretty boy, no. Pretty boy? What's DiCaprio? DiCaprio, I don't think DiCaprio is a pretty boy. Especially back then. He was innocent. He was new on the scene. He was only in Growing Pains, right? Remember Growing Pains? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was kind of new in the scene, so no. I got one more. Okay, Gwyneth Paltrow was considered for the role no. of Rose. Now no. I'm in. You know I'm in. Gwyneth, no, uh, Nicole Kidman, the statuesque, light-skinned... <laughs> The ship would have capsized <laughs> with all our goop stuff. Hey, that was way before that. <laughs> way before vagina, that. What jade vagina egg. What? I did, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a nice. I was really hit. hoping to get through the show without that phrase being used. I'm more comfortable with the word marina than with the thing you just said. <laughs>